A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, happy Christmas Eve's Eve's Eve. Betsy, it's an official holiday somewhere in my world. Do you need one more of those? Oh, was I was hoping right? you weren't going to count them. <laughs> I don't really know. I was know. mentally going backwards in my head. I Eve, was mentally really not involved Eve's, in that conversation. Eve's. So it, it would be close. Yeah, it's pretty close. You might have needed one Christmas more. is coming. It is. And that's always fun. Hope your shopping's done. Yeah. Well, and hopefully you're getting ready to have big fun with your family. <laughs> well, you know, for one lucky winner who will be announced at the end of the show. So, yes, you all have to wait until then. It will be. Their shopping will be completely done when we tell them that they have won that super big prize package worth over $600. Right. We've got that coming up at the end. Yeah. Betsy and I will announce the winner and then on... On Christmas Eve, during the day, mm-hmm. we will hand-deliver the goods to your home. What could be better? I don't Fully know wrapped, by right. the way. What could yeah. be better is like a nice $100 bill tucked in there. Mm, well. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah. But right now, yeah. we've got something fun for the rest of the show. Yeah, we do. So most of our listeners know that I grew up way up north. And as part of that, every... I don't know, when you were in fourth or fifth grade, you got to take a journey to Mackinac City to go to the sawmill. And that was like the big thing at the end of the year. And then they took you again in sixth grade. Why? And again in seventh grade. Why did they have to take you again? Did you not pay attention I the have first time? no idea. That's just the only place to go up north. <laughs> well, that and Mackinac Island. Yeah. But once you've seen one, it seems like you've seen them all. So that is my experience with sawmills and recently we were talking to Abe from our Port City store and he said hey I've been working with this company called Silverwood Sawmill you guys gotta check them out and I'm sitting there thinking sawmill and in my head I am playing back my childhood and I am thinking people dressed up in period clothing sawmill (laughs) you know water run Yes, but we're in the is. studio with Ryan and Summer Little, owners of Silverwood Sawmill, and they're not dressed in period clothing. No, they are not. Thanks for being no, here, guys. Very modern. Thank you. Thank you. Now, it is funny because Abe said, you got to reach out to them. So I did. And Ryan, you sent me, it made me laugh because I reached out on, I don't know if I emailed you or Facebook. I don't know what the contact Facebook, was. Yeah. Facebook, yeah. Because I found you guys there. And I sure. sent him a message and I said, mm-hmm. hey, Abe said that we should reach out to you. And Ryan said, yeah. Like a year ago. <laughs> that was funny because it really was. Uh-huh. But things got so crazy, we never it got happens. there. But here we are right now. Yeah. And your experience is visiting a sawmill. My yeah. experience is watching Little House on the Prairie because Charles Ingalls worked at a sawmill. That's what I got. You guys right? are so painting a great picture version. about us. <laughs> I know I am. So we're going to let you guys clear the record here. First off, what do you do? You know, to tell us about your business about silverwood well that's a great question um to put it in the simplest straightforward fact uh, we produce wood products anything from logs to finished furniture and in order to do that we love to work with our customers or clients get a good idea on what they're trying to do or trying to have done and then we take them down that road and take them to this space where Maybe they can finish it by themselves, or maybe they need us to finish it, but whatever it is, we make their woodworking projects come to life. That's really what we do. 
help me understand exactly what that means. You say from log to so basically, if they've got wood at home, you know, like a tree fell over. Sure. How how long ago does it have to have fallen over? I mean, because there's all kinds of things. You you cut planks out of a log. Yeah, it's got to be dried, or or you do you bake it in a kiln? Um, or how do you? Cure we actually it? do air dry and kiln dry. Okay. Um, but as far as trees falling down, uh, the sooner they come to us, the better. But it doesn't hurt it necessarily. If it's been laying around a year or two, we can usually still work with it. Mm-hmm. Um, once we turn it into those natural edge, live edge slabs that people really enjoy right now or the boards you would like or some unique shape like a, a cross cut, which is round, or an oval, which is called diagonals. Uh, whatever it is you want, we just work with you to make that happen. And then we get the wood dried, and once it's dried, you can talk to us. Either we can walk you through the project, and between ourselves and Repco Light, we get you everything you need to get it done right. Um, if you say, I need a little more help, then we do what our customers love to call the a la carte. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll just clean the board up a little bit, run it through a planer or something, and then you take it from there, or we can finish it for you. It really just depends on what you want. Now, not too terribly long ago, I heard about someone who was using the root, or at least something further down, and it looked really cool, but that has got to be, first of all, hard to get at, and secondly... Can you even put something like that through a sawmill? They said it had like great character to it, which is why they were <laughs> digging them up. But it just seems crazy to me. Yeah, absolutely. You can um, turn root systems into several smaller projects, or you can take that one root system. And we've had customers we've helped get them cleaned up and uh, ready to be turned into chandeliers for uh, entryways and businesses like hotels or, or something like that. We so, actually have wow. a huge black walnut root system in um, the back of the sawmill lot, and a lot of people like to come get that to do, um, like, gun stocks. Oh. So special projects yeah, like that. Absolutely. Wow, that is really cool. It's Yeah, it's just, it's not what you Charles You look like your house. mind has been blown <laughs> right. over there. Well, I'm thinking about all the different possibilities, and... Now you don't want to cut the trees That's, down. That's not your deal. No, we have uh, we do have some tree service uh, people that are local that we like to work with, and uh, we're happy to refer you over to them. And once they're down, a lot of them will help you deliver it to the sawmill if needed, and um, then we take it from there. Okay. And we do what we do. So how long does that take? Like when you have to when you fire it in a kiln or dry it in a kiln? Um, does, I mean, is that that's a great question, but it becomes loaded based only because of what is it I'm doing with the log. Gotcha. The thicker the wood or the bigger the volume, it may take a lot longer to dry than something that's thinner and smaller. So we, we've turned wood around in a couple of weeks to a couple of years. So oh. it's really hard to say. Um, a couple of years. What would take a couple of years? Um, really thick pieces. Uh We've had stair treads recently that were four inches thick, 12 inches wide, and 40 inches long. Hmm. And they were out of oak, and oak takes a little while being a hardwood. Mm-hmm. you got to let it air dry to a certain point. 
depending on what these wonderful seasons in Michigan do. Sometimes that's quicker, <laughs> sometimes it's not. But then once it gets to a certain point on the air dry, we can put it through a kiln. And then there's various types of kiln drying. And depending on which type of kiln drying we use and what we're trying to do in the end, it may take anywhere from a few days to a month, month and a half All in right. that kiln. This might so. be a really good spot for me to jump in. Um, I see the big picture because I don't work at the sawmill every day. Um, you know, I help out with a lot of administrative stuff, um, but I get to go out and help with special sales at certain times. Um, so the last couple of years, I've been going out a couple times a week, maybe. And I have learned so much from Ryan on all the different aspects of woodworking. And I think what people don't really realize is there is a science to it, but there's so much of an art. You know, you guys are asking some really great questions and Ryan might seem like he's hesitating on what to share because he has so much knowledge in there. He knows like what's going to cause the board to warp, how to cut it to get the best like flaking and grain pattern to pop out. He, you know, there's just so many different facets of woodworking and you know, we get a lot of weekend warriors that come out and say, oh, I'm just going to slap something together. And Ryan is able to really take some time with them and work through the project step by step so they get the best quality project from like how he cuts the wood to begin with to how they sand it, how they finish it, um, how they dry it, whether air dry, kiln dry. So it's really been fascinating to get to watch right. him um learn this craft and learn it so well that he is able to really help people um, bring to life projects with a quality that I don't think they ever imagined before. No, he I wanna... helps them find what they didn't know they wanted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into that because actually that's how we made this connection. A better Port City store was wanted to build a table. And yeah. I think that's how this connection over there, at least that's mm -hmm. one of the things that yes. happened. You helped Abe get the right wood. I want to dig into that and talk about some of the projects that you've brought to completion. Sure. Just to give people an idea, but we don't have time right now. Can you hang with us over the break? Absolutely. All right. We'll be back in the studio with Ryan and Summer Little from Silverwood Sawmill in just a minute. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back. I'm <laughs> yes. back. Betsy's back. Uh huh. Ryan and Summer Little yeah. from Silverwood Sawmill are back. Thanks, yeah. guys. Now, Fun Silverwood around. Sawmill in Muskegon, right? Correct. All right. We were talking about basically you started. You met the, the folks at our Port City Paint Store. In Muskegon, and I was thinking that some of that was through the sawmill because of some project that one of the guys there, Abe, was working on. He wanted to do a table with an epoxy pour. I mean, we've all seen that on mm -hmm. the internet. Yep. Sure. And Abe wanted to do that, and I know he got the wood from you. But in the break, you were talking that the actual relationship goes back further than that. Right. The reason I ended up going into Port City Paint was because of Summer. And Summer was the first to go in there when we bought our house about six years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, they built our house in 1939, and we were the first family outside of the original builders to own this home. Okay. And I think that they had never painted 
oh. any of the rooms since oh, 1939. Oh. Wow. Um, so it was ugly. And I was like, this is horrible. And we had a six month old and a two and a half year old. Oh. And, you know, one income. And so I like to be thrifty. So I was looking for salvage paint at different places. And was kind of not treated super well. And I was driving by and saw Port City. And once I figured out how to get to the store. It's crazy. That it is a yeah. trick. Yeah, a um, I went in there with my little ones in tow. And I'm like, hey, I want to see your salvage paint. And Roy was in there. He was like, sure, come on back. He treated me the same as if I was dropping $1,000 on paint. And I was just really impressed. Yeah. And he not only showed me where it was, he was like, what are you doing? Asking all about the projects. He was talking to me. I like mixing my own paint. Mm -hmm. So he was telling me what I should do. Here's some ideas. Um, just really spent a lot of time helping me. And that impressed me. I really like when people go above and beyond. Um, and you could tell that he loves what he does. And he's just he's just a good guy. Mm -hmm. So I told Ryan about that. And we, you know, started going back mm -hmm. um, frequently. I, I've been there dozens of times the last six years looking for salvage paint. And then after Ryan went in there and started working with Abe, I've started talking to Abe about our house projects um, because I want to repaint all of our kitchen cabinets before we're we put our house up for sale. So he's telling me, you got to do this. You got to do oh, that. Yeah. I just did this with mine. And um, so we, you know, we've had a lot of help from them over the years, just learning so much about paint mm -hmm. and epoxy, um, different finishes. And I think we have Mirapoly, the Mirapoxy and paint in our house in many different um, areas of our house. We just, we use um, Repco Light exclusively now. Well, we like that. Yeah. We yeah, really we appreciate sure. that. And Port City, yeah. Kudos that, to those guys up there at Port well, City, man. they're so fun. They are. Roy, Roy is a blast. They're all fun. Abe's a lot of fun. Yeah. And they know their stuff. Yes, they, they do. They do. And that's the main reason I continue to go to them because not only do they know their products, Abe took the time to come out to the sawmill and get to know my product. And that way, when I do have a customer in and they say, hey, I want to I make this look professional, but I'm just learning or I've only done a few projects and I don't want to ruin it because I'm putting money into this nice piece of wood. Mm -hmm. Don't hesitate. Go to Port City Paint. I yeah. tell them all the time, go talk to Abe, go talk to Roy or one of the others over there. They know our product. They're going to take care of you. And that's why we exclusively with anything from our smallest project for... Uh, you know, uh, a lady who wants something nice for her husband for Christmas, all the way up to our big commercial accounts with restaurants and arenas and things that we've done. doesn't matter. We're going over to Port City Paint for us in Muskegon to get the Repcolite product that's going to take care of us. That's very cool. Let's yeah. talk about that Mirapoxy project because I know Abe got a slab <laughs> from you. Yeah, and a couple actually. A couple. <laughs> well, he's working yeah. on one right now. Yeah, that's he's... Yeah come from you guys third as well? or fourth yeah absolutely what yep. yeah and we'll put put some links to the to photos he's mm -hmm. posting all these photos online of his process right but what's in the center of it i mean it looks like it's completely missing so yeah absolutely um he's Is working with maple a slab? yeah it's his maple slab he's working with a piece of maple that uh really what happens is bugs will get into logs mm -hmm. especially ants and they kind of make a home in there and they start chewing away 
And sometimes it'll cause rot. Sometimes it'll just create little tunnels or holes. In the industry, they're called uh, wormholes. Mm-hmm. And that just creates that piece to be completely unique. And so when you look at the one that Abe's currently working on, it does have a big hole from uh, a rot spot. And there's several reasons that may have happened. And then I know for a fact, because I've seen it with my own eyes, that some ants got in there (laughs) and just made a few fun tunnels and things like that. But for an epoxy project, that's a great thing because you're going to be able to Um, fill it with the epoxy. You can actually do color coordinating if you want. I know that we did an epoxy table earlier this year where we actually color matched the epoxy to the cupboards of the customer's kitchen. Wow. And it was, again, the guys over at Port City Paint that made that happen, uh, along with us doing the work. But that's what Abe's working on is he's he's getting that epoxy filled properly and it's going to create a really unique, almost like 3D effect on his table. It is so cool when you see those done. Mm-hmm. Now, I know yeah. you mentioned that you, let's talk about some of the projects that you guys have tackled, some of the ones that you're most proud of or, you know, maybe it was an, a complication <laughs> how, that you How much time coming. did we have? We have plenty. <laughs> All the time you need. Because this is sure. so interesting. Just talk about a couple of them. Yeah, well... The one that is probably noticed most is the L.C. Walker Arena in Muskegon. Mm -hmm. It's where the Lumberjacks play, the Riser soccer team. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they do a lot of other events there, and uh, both for youth all the way up to professional sports. But we got the privilege of going in there last fall, and it's kind of been on and off a little bit for us over the last year. But we put in over 1,200 feet of two by 12 cedar bar tops throughout the arena. And just being able to to do that and see that happen was really great. But on top of that, they let us actually burn our name into the wood. Oh, okay. That's, that's cool. And <laughs> so that's why it's the most noticed, because if you go in and you're going to sit at one of these bar tops to watch a hockey game or soccer game or whatever you're there for, you're going to actually see Silverwood Sawmill in the wood. And uh, the fun part about that was Summer um, helps all the time, whenever she can anyway. And that was a big project for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, over 1,500 feet. And we we not only installed it, but we started with really logs and turned them into the bar top. So we took Telephone poles. Yeah, they were actually power poles. Power poles, poles. (laughs) Okay, Old cedar power poles. Hold on one second, because I want to get the whole story, and I don't want to rush you. Okay. But we got to carry that over the break. Can you wait with us one more break? And then we promise we'll let you get back on the road. Sure. All right. We'll be back in the studio in just a minute. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco-like Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And here we are once again. Once again. Yeah, the last show before Christmas. Yes. We've got a big surprise coming up at <laughs> the end of the next segment. Well, the next segment is going to be fun. Yes. The next... Super fun. Uh-huh. You're not going to want to miss it. No. And we're going to give away the the prizes. We're going to announce the winner yeah, of our very big Christmas everybody's contest. everybody's waiting for. But right now, right now, we're going to continue our discussion with Ryan and Summer Little. I yes. called called you what did i call you sue Sue. yeah and your name was not sue 
Never has been. That happened in a break, so fortunately I didn't look stupid on air until now. <laughs> until you told everyone. Yeah, no, I announced it. You anyway. literally threw yourself under uh, the bus. Uh-huh. I do. It's what I do. <laughs> yes. It's just I'm so honest. I can't help myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a spiritual gift. It is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> we were talking about Elsie uh, Walker Arena. You said you yeah. did the, yeah. the bar tops there. Burned your name in Burned it. your name Burned in. Your you name said 1,500 linear feet, feet. of yep. cedar, and you got the cedar from where? Power poles. Power poles. They were already downed, right? Oh, yeah. You didn't do this <laughs> no, under no. cover of, di- of night? <laughs> no. <laughs> Harvested. <laughs> Big power outage in Muskegon. We're yeah. not sure what happened. It was not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> so no. tell me about that process. Yeah, so... Um, a lot of power poles, not all, but a lot of them are made out of western red cedar. And it's it's nice when we can recycle things or reuse things. And uh, as the power companies are switching over to more metal towers and things like that, they take the old wood ones, the old cedar ones, and take them down. And, and they kind of let those in the wood industry have an opportunity to buy them and, and use them in their... Uh, in their projects. And so we try to keep an inventory of power poles hanging around and, <laughs> and we can actually take those and turn those into lumber. And the beauty about those is they've been standing up for decades and decades. So they're already dry. Yeah. As soon as I cut oh. them, they can be used. You're ready to go. So the um, project at the LC Walker Arena, we actually took a power pole, turned them into two by 12 bar tops, um, processed them through our facility and went on location to install and finish. And we were able to do that uh, with nine bar tops to start, and then we've added a few more over the last year, and it's been over 1,500 feet worth of bar tops wow. now. Does the wood have a lot of character? Yes, it's yeah. beautiful. We did have to do some epoxy pours in certain areas mm-hmm. because, you know, okay, when the power poles are that old, um, you know, sometimes people put nails into them mm. or there's, there's a lot of lost out. cats that we need to find. Yes. <laughs> yes yeah. um, so a lot of, you know, some places needed a little bit more epoxy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does have a lot of character in it. And we were really excited that they agreed to let us use a wood burner and put silverwood sawmill in there. So, um, Ryan was really fighting out a deadline. I think you had what, two weeks to do this project. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, originally they wanted me to get it done in two weeks, at least the, the first run, which sure. was about 1,200 feet of the project. And uh, I had all hands on deck the best I could. And when we finally got to the stage where we could put the wood burning into it, during that day, between my vendors and my employees and my lovely wife and everything, <laughs> we had eight, eight of us running around this arena just trying to get things done. And and I talked with uh, uh, Matt Gungalski, who was the director of the project, sure. and he ended up saying, "Well, just make it look professional." Oh, he didn't. That's he all. didn't just give us any any major direction. <laughs> he just said, "Make sure it looks professional when you put it in there." Now, the wood burning isn't huge; it's about three inches long, about an inch and a half high. But I went over to Summer and I said, "Hey, Matt said just make it look professional." So she starts putting silverwood sawmill into these bar tops. I should probably add, he goes, put it every three inches. And I'm like, I'm not sure if that's going to look professional. Yeah, well, you know, he didn't say how many, so I was trying to take advantage. But 
anyway, she gets going and, and I come around and take a look and I'm like, wow, baby, these are looking great. You're doing awesome. What do you got about 30, 40 in here? And she goes, no, I'm at least at 75 and still going. So we haven't officially went around and counted, but we think there's about 250 in the arena at this point. That is pretty cool. But they look professional because she did a fantastic job. That's what you were told to do. Yes. (laughs) So many things. Silverwood Sawmill, we're running out of time, but basically you're there for anybody, right? I mean, big projects, you were talking about small projects. Small projects. Even uh, artisans who like to paint on wood, they come in and few bucks and they get some material well right. and people don't have to have their own wood you have no. a supply of wood they can also purchase correct yeah right now we're about twenty one thousand pieces in stock so so you'll have no trouble have finding a something showroom or anything or how does that work so we don't have a showroom a lot of our stuff is currently outside or kind of tucked into buildings or storage areas um but when you come we're on 11 acres we give you a tour on a golf cart you get to look around get an idea on what we offer and and we find what you need do you serve me hot apple cider and donuts and stuff well maybe if you call ahead we might be able to do something (laughs) you know there have actually been people who have gotten scones because i bake everything from i make everything from scratch and there are many days where i bring things out to ryan and if there are people there yeah, and they're like, oh, that right. looks good, <laughs> I would say there's probably been at least a dozen who have gotten scones or we figure or out what day that Maybe is? They get <laughs> if our listeners want more information, how do they get it? Uh, Silverwoodsawmill.com. Excellent. You guys have a Facebook page. They can find that. We do. Absolutely. All right. Silverwood Sawmill, Ryan and Summer Little, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the kind things you said about Port City. Absolutely. It's a great thank store. You. It's fun to be able to plug them. Yes, it was a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Now, when we come back, we got a couple of things we're going to take care of. First Mm -hmm. off, a really fun segment about a Christmas song that has a whole darker history than you might think. Yes, very gloomy. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, Yeah, but more importantly, people are waiting to hear the winner of the contest. So you'll have to wait until the very end. Right. We'll take care of all of that in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Christmas music, Betsy. Uh huh. It's that time of year. It Heck, is. It's that time of year. The minute Thanksgiving, or um, what is it? Halloween, Halloween. is over. Yay! Hey, Halloween's over. Boom, here comes Christmas music. That was always my mom's rule. You can't play Christmas music. You can't practice Christmas music. None of that mm-hmm. until. November 1st. You had to wait till Halloween was over. I see. Then let her rip. See, a lot of people don't like that at all. I know. I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm a one Christmas of those. baby, so. Well, yeah, so am I. I literally am. I know you are. Because I was born on the day. I know. You were just born near the day. Two days before. That makes me better. Uh, and older. <laughs> well, a lot older. It makes you older. <laughs> yeah, but it's never been my thing. I love Christmas right. music when the time is right. Oh, I love it Right all after the time. Um, Halloween, the time isn't right. For me. It's perfect for me. But anyway, there is something about Christmas music. I was shopping the other day, Mm -hmm. and I have never heard, at least that I remember, people singing in a store. 
mm-hmm. except Elf <laughs> Morning. In that, well, in that he movie. Has. How's that go? Well, but he also sings. I'm singing. Yeah. I'm in a store. I'm singing. Yeah, but right? he also sings in the shower with what's yeah. her name. So anyway, yeah, Elf. That's a great <laughs> yeah. movie. But anyway, I was shopping and I'm walking past people and they're singing. It's like I'm in Cats or something. <laughs> You know, it's like I'm waiting for people to it's bust It's like the live move. musical. Yeah, I started to do a little twirling and dancing. Uh-huh. Of and, course yeah, you I did. figured I'd rip my pants. And then people pants. started wondering what was going on. Yeah, then they start singing other songs like Beat It <laughs> and stuff like that. But really, do you ever hear people singing in a store on a regular basis? Not When usually. it's regular music? No, Christmas not music. Yeah. It does something to us. It does. Makes us a little crazy. Makes us a little happy. Well, yeah, it's, we're all in the in the mood in the season. Yeah, holly jolly, you know, in that the kind spirit of thing of the season. Yeah, but I anyway, so. we're going to try to do our best to take you out of that forcefully. <laughs> wow, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all. Well, no, we found a really interesting story about a Christmas song that everybody knows. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yes, I would venture that most people know. We all at know least that song. the. First stanza or the first verse of it, right? The crooners croon this song. Oh yes, all the they time. do. And it, it's it's got this really warm, gooey feeling, and we get all happy and sappy <laughs> and all of that, right? Yes, right. You make us sound like pine trees with sap. <laughs> <laughs> but the original lyrics are much sadder and much darker than most people oh, probably realize. Yeah, very much more So, gloomy. yeah, the Dan and Betsy train is going to wreck Christmas for everybody right now. It's pulling into the station, folks. <laughs> so anyway, uh, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Uh-huh. It was a song written by a gentleman named Hugh Martin yep. for the 1944 movie Meet Me in St. Louis, which starred Judy Garland. Yes, it did. Of Wizard of Oz fame. Yes. She was the girl, right? <laughs> Dorothy. Yes. With her ruby red slippers? Yes. That she clicks together? Yeah, yeah, Uh but that's a whole different movie, Betsy. It is a whole different movie. So it's written for Meet Me in St. Louis, Uh and Judy protested or kind of raised some concerns about the song. Well, yes. I think we should play the song. Oh, you want to go straight to that? Yes, because then people will understand why she protested. (laughs) So we're going to do a little something different. We're going to play little snippets from good old Frank Sinatra. Good old Frank. And then I'm going to intersperse the original lyrics. Yes. Take it away, Frank. Come on, Dan, push the button. Have yourself... A merry little Christmas. Oh, that's so sweet. I was just going to say Let that. Let <laughs> your heart be light. Let your heart be light, Patsy. Just let it be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Oh, our troubles are out of sight. Who doesn't yeah. want that? All I mean, of that us is. Do. Exactly. You know what the original was? Well, of course you do. It's on the screen in of front of us. Of course I do. <laughs> the original was this. Uh-huh. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yes. It may be your last. <laughs> yes, but next year we may all be living in the right. past. Right. So don't worry. It might not just be you that croaks this year. It could be all of us. You know. That is terrible. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen in the world. No. You know. But that is not a Christmas song. So, but he's saying, have a big time now. Yeah. Because who knows what's coming. So Frank's Uh was much lighter. Yes, it was. Oh, but it gets better. This is Frank again, just so you know. This isn't Betsy or I. Yes. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Just make the Yuletide gay, yeah, Betsy. It sounds 
Jesus feet. Rubbles will be miles away. Oh, see, you do know that line. I do know that line. So our troubles are miles away. Yes, isn't that a nice thought? So, the original. Uh huh. Take Have it. yourself a merry little Christmas, just like Frank said. But then it goes on to tell you to pop that champagne cork because you're celebrating next no, year. No, because you need the alcohol. Because right, because next year we may all be living in New York. All of us. I have no idea. So why. the entire country is moving to New York. Why do you think that is? I have no Maybe idea. Maybe because of whatever apocalyptic event eliminated most people's next year. The people right. that are left, the only safe haven is, is New, New York. York. There's a bubble you over New York. That's the only place we can go. <laughs> now, I'm sure New York is fine to visit. Well, and I'm sure yes. it's fine to live there for the people who like living there. Yes. But I can't imagine what New York's going to be like with all of us When there. we all move there. Mm-hmm. That's why you need the champagne. Not to yes. celebrate, but to just kind of numb whatever uh-huh. so you can kind of uh-huh. get your way through. Right. Not that I'm endorsing. That. <laughs> okay, just to be I'm clear. just playing off the lyrics here. Uh-huh. Next line. Here we are as in What did he say? Day. Did he say something about Hugh? Happy golden <laughs> like days it. of your your faithful friends who are dear to us. Gather near to us. Faithful friends who are dear to us, who are dear to us, present tense. Gather yes. near to us, present uh-huh. tense, uh-huh. once more. Yes. Betsy, the originals, not so not so. Well, first, hopeful. it's no good times like the olden right. days. It, that was when it was good, the guys. The happy golden days of yore. Everything coming ahead, yeah. it's going to stink so compared here, to what used to be. Here we go. Here, here's the clincher. <laughs> Faithful friends who... Were dear to us. <laughs> Past tense. Will be near to us no more. No more. <laughs> That's right, because we're How all in New York and everybody else is. can you get? I know. This you is... suddenly have no friends and it's supposed to be a Merry Little Christmas. You get used to it. Apparently. I've had several Merry Christmases without friends. <laughs> I gotta go to Friend Finder or something. Yeah. Is there anything that's a non-dating thing? Just like <laughs> find you know, your friends I don't need here. That I got that part, right. but I just need to find friends in yeah. your location. Somebody who in likes your to area. play video games with me from time to time. <laughs> I have the children. Yes, you do. I think that's horrible. It is. Faithful friends who are dear to us will be near to us no more. Nope. Mm-hmm. Through the years we all will. Oh, he's so hopeful. He does not he know is. how it really is going down. Yeah, he At least he allows for the if. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hang a shining star upon the highest bar. Or the lowest branch in Betsy's you can reach. and my situation. <laughs> yes. And have yourself a merry little Christmas now. And it just repeats like that. But yes. the end of the original song. Uh-huh. So you've got faithful friends who were dear to us, will be near to us no more. Right. But at least we'll all be together in New yes. York. Yes. The whole group yes, of us. Yes, in New York. If the Lord allows. So we might not even make it. If and only if the Lord allows. <laughs> well, and that's how it really works in well, real life. Well, that is true. But we are heading there if we can get there. But there's no guarantees. Yes. From now on, we're just going to have to muddle through somehow. Yeah. So have yourself a merry little Christmas now, because next year 
ain't happening. <laughs> that was the original. It's like a catastrophe. Can you imagine? Yeah, there'd be weeping in the stores, well, in the aisles. And that's back to the whole Judy Garland thing. That's why she went up to Hugh and said, um... Can you change these lyrics? There are going to be children who are going to cry. I have children who are going to cry when they hear this song. Yeah, she she made some demands, and Hugh said, not a chance, sister. It's my song. <laughs> and then somebody else said something, and Hugh said, hey, let me rewrite that a little bit. Uh-huh. And the Judy Garland version actually has the, from now on, we'll have to muddle through somehow. Yeah, you and I had a little bit of a disagreement about that, because I knew I had heard it. That lyric. And we got to hear all Betsy was right and Dan was somewhere. wrong. Number 427. Well, you're just B. upset because you kept telling me that no, everybody. And you played a few different versions where they all blah, said blah, blah. the way Frank Sinatra did. And then we found the Judy Garland yes, one. Yes, Betsy and, was correct. Uh, Betsy was right. Betsy is the star of the morning and the star of the show and the star of the universe. Is that good enough? I am the bright, shining star. <laughs> yeah, you were right. Judy Garland had that. Frank, yes. though, when, when he got the song for his album Jolly Christmas or mm-hmm. something, yeah. decided that well, it's not really so terribly jolly how we're no. muddling through somehow. No. So he asked them to change it and Can they you jolly that up a whipped bit? it up into what? Hang a shining star upon the yes. highest bow. Yes, which is very much more sweet and not... Not quite so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I encourage everybody to memorize and commit to, to your heart and your memory, which is exactly exactly what memorize means. <laughs> Crazy how that works. <laughs> I wish that I would just stop. <laughs> stop when you were ahead. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I never do. I just nope. keep going. Mm-hmm. Anyway, commit these words to memory, and the next time you hear that song. Busting over the pipes at the store you're shopping. Just think about how just, it used to no, be. No, I, I suggest you chime out and just sing at the top of your lungs the original lyrics. Only if you want to depress everybody around you. <laughs> They'll be amazed at the knowledge you have. Uh-huh. And you got it all at the Repco Light Home Improvement Show. Yes, you did. Yeah, at least some of it. Uh-huh. And now we have to pick the winner for our Christmas contest, Betsy. Yes, isn't this... We should have had drummers come to the studio and, like, do their Yeah, we should have had a fife and drum... Yes. Whole crew. I mean, really, we're that. We've we reached that level, some haven't we? Bagpipers and drummers. <gasps> How cool would that? Be? That would be really loud. That would be expensive. <laughs> I don't be. think bagpipers come if cheaply. Any bagpipers out there want, want to be a, be a part, part of next of year? This next year, let us know. We would love to have you here as long as you don't blast our ears out. Yeah. Well, let's pick a winner. I'm okay. going to let you do it. Reach okay. into the big bag. Pull out a winner. It's a virtual bag. We're actually using software to generate a random. <laughs> Betsy's actually yes. reaching into the air here like she's pretending. Well, that's because it's It's fun. radio, Betsy. It, yeah. Anyway, a virtual randomizer will yes. give us a number. There's the number, Betsy. Number 126. Now, now you need to cross-reference that with our spreadsheet. Oh, good grief. <laughs> and that is who? That is David DeKreiter. David DeKreiter. It looks like you're from Holland. Yeah. David, we will be in touch via email and figure out a way to get you your prizes on Christmas Eve during the day. Uh, I'm not coming to your festivities in the evening unless they look like they're really going to be fun. Going to be standing on anyone's roof. Right. Nothing like that. Anyway, we'll be in touch. Thanks to everybody who entered. We wish there could be more winners, but that's how it is with contests. There isn't. Right. So one person's really happy. The rest are lighting their torches and getting their pitchforks right now and (laughs) heading to a Repco light near them. Uh Now, we hope that's not the case. 
really, really hope that's not the case. We want to wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas. Be safe. Enjoy your family. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Have a very Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you next week. 